Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, and it is Flag Day today. In case you didn't know, that's an important day for us. Uh, the flag of the country uh, means so much and is so rich with symbolic lessons and principles uh, that we really need a reminder of, uh, especially in our divided country today. Uh, and so it was on uh, June the 14th, 1916, President Woodrow Wilson established June the 14th as Flag Day. And looking back uh, at it and where we are, anciently, of course, flags were used uh, as something to gather under, something to look to, something to rally around, uh, particularly in battle. The the flag was vital to, to both the soldiers being led and the kingdom being preserved. Everyone looked to the flag for inspiration, for confidence, for direction. Uh, the flag was the first object of attack in a battle, interestingly, uh, because the opposing army understood that if the flag fell, confusion would follow and ultimately defeat would come, uh, which was the goal. Uh, and so flags have always played an important part uh, throughout history. And I think the American flag, likewise, serves as an extraordinary symbol of freedom and liberty uh, for people to gather under a banner of inspiration and hope uh, for the struggling or the oppressed to look to. And I firmly believe it is still a standard of principles for citizens to strive I think that's important. I think that matters. Uh, I always look to uh, our good friends at Follow the Flag, followtheflag.org. Uh, their their mission statement uh, always gets me. They Their goal, their whole focus is to inspire all who cross our path with a new strength and drive to rise up and raise up a more unified American people, to open minds, hearts, and eyes to the truth that surround us, deliver understanding as to why uh, this is a, a great place in the United States of America. And, and so I think that's important, again, symbolic of the flag. And I've had some interesting experiences, both with our friends from Follow the Flag, as they uh, have just that massive uh, flag that they often fly at the 4th of July uh, in different canyons. Uh, I've seen it in, in many different places. It is just awe-inspiring. It is uh, it is massive. It is big. It is powerful. Uh, but I've also had some very quiet moments uh, with the flag of the United States of America. And I thought I'd go back to one of those today on Flag Day. October the 1st, 2017, uh, of course, was a very dark day in our country's history. It was a, a senseless act of violence in Las Vegas. Uh, demonstrated clearly that evil continues to exist in the world. Uh, there were so many lives lost that day, uh, tragically ended. 
Uh, the nation really groped in darkness again for answers, for healing, for hope, for peace. And for me, the answers were somewhat surprising that day. They they were found in the flag. Uh, the evening after the Las Vegas shooting, again, this was back in 2017, I was actually in Washington, D.C. for some meetings. And as I was reflecting on the tragedy that happened in Las Vegas, that horrific shooting, uh, it was it was a heavy day. And I remember walking out of the United States Capitol and I was uh, walking towards the Washington Monument and looking down the mall, uh, I, I was met by a view that I had never seen in all my time in Washington. Uh, the buildings and the monuments were all just in complete darkness. The, the sky hung in just this scorched, ominous red clouds. Uh, it, it just it felt like rage. It felt like anger. Uh, and the visual in front of me as I started to walk down the mall, because of the way the shadows were, because of the way the sun was setting, uh, it just kind of captured all of that gloom and despair and anger and fear that the, the whole country was feeling. And as I walked on, it was it was just fascinating as uh, the sky began to change and that uh, angry red sky uh, settled into some darkness and some stillness. And, and as it became dark, I found myself standing at the Washington Monument. And those of you who have been there know that it is surrounded uh, by a complete circle of American flags. And on that particular night, uh, as I got to the Washington Monument, and as I looked around at those flags, they were all at half-staff. And it fit the moment so perfectly. It seemed to me that the flags recognized that they needed to pause for a moment with bowed head and humility and to, to honor lives lost and to get perspective of what the nation needed to rise again. And it was just one of those powerful moments. I'll, I'll never forget uh, standing there and just staying there uh, for some time, having looked at this ominous red raging sky and then to be surrounded by all of these American flags lowered to half staff that seemed to be bowing their heads uh, in humility and silence in perspective. And to me, the flag of the United States, again, not just on Flag Day, but every day, provides the kind of perspective and inspiration. Uh, it's such a powerful symbol of freedom to me and to people around the world. And because of that power, the flag has also been a, a flashpoint of protest in our history. The very principles of, of hope and liberty that the flag represents allows those who oppose it or who have grievances against the government to regularly disrespect it. Uh, our flag has been burned, it's been stomped on by angry crowds. It's been met with shouts. It's been met with silence. It's been met with backs turned in protest. Uh, equally irreverent, the flag has been used by incredibly arrogant self-promoters who wrap themselves in it. Now, important to remember, all are free under this uniquely American banner to do what they wish, to respect or disrespect the flag. And I would repeat something we say often, just because you can does not mean you should. Uh, it should be noted, though, 
that those who who want to sow division and discord in America would like nothing more than to have the symbols of freedom, like the flag, like the national anthem, exiled from the public square. Uh, but we should be cautious when the symbols of freedom, the symbols that unite the people of the nation, are transformed into weapons of division. Uh, that's not a good day for the republic. Uh, that's when freedom begins to falter. So we can we can learn a lot of lessons from the flag, uh, particularly a flag that is bowed at half staff. Humility is uh, a great thing in America, uh, flaws and all. Uh, we can have the kind of awe and wonder and recognize the power of liberty to unleash the positive side of human potential. Uh, the view of honor rightly given to those who've fallen, those who continue to fight for freedom. Uh, the flag, I think, uh, often beckons our better angels if we'll just look to it and pause long enough to think about it. So for me, on Flag Day, the, the principles of freedom infused into the fiber of the stars and stripes and woven into its binding fabric really are the ties that bind us together as a free nation. The, the lessons of the flag remind us, and I think this is important, the lessons of the flag remind us that while evil will continue to exist in the world, it will not prevail. Period. Full stop. Because even in the face of really difficult, really distressing days, the really tough times, individual Americans will always do just what we do with a flag at half-staff in a moment of mourning. The American people will likewise bow their heads, and then they will rise up. So as we think about Flag Day, uh, to me it's not just one more day to, to pull the flag out or to put the flag up. To me it's much more than that. To me the flag is a, a visual reminder of what happens when we unite as a country. Uh, all of the things that are contained in the flag, all the lessons, all the symbols, all the striving that it creates, really are just as it was anciently. It's something to gather under, it's something to look to, and it's something to rally around. And those are the principles of freedom. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources today here on KSL News Radio. And as always, as you go out into the world today, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something today that'll make a difference. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.